KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Tom Rickert. It looks like election 2020 could come down to Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania says it's going to be a little while before all the votes are counted. So, what's happening in the Keystone State, and when are we going to know something? Jim Mellert's covering the vote counting in the Philly suburbs. I asked him to come back on the podcast. Hey, Jim. Hey, Tom. At the time we're recording, it's 1230, day after election day. Um, first of all, how important is PA? Uh, we, you know, we, we know a little bit right now. It looks like President Trump took Florida, and that means that there's more attention on Pennsylvania now than, than at least there was. How important is PA? Where, where does PA kind of stand in, in the election right now? Well, you, you had the feeling, Tom, that it, that it was going to be there. There was polling that said there were there were paths that maybe Pennsylvania wouldn't weigh into it, but we always do. And, and you had a feeling that that this was going to come down to this, and, and it's crucial. And and it's crucial. Uh, and, and you combine that with the fact that it, this is not a surprise. This delay is not a surprise. We've been talking about this for months. So you combine the knowledge that Pennsylvania was going to be key to the presidential election and in the national eye with the fact that a lack of action uh, on this led to this delay. And and here we are. Yeah. So why are we still counting votes? Why does Pennsylvania seem like it's behind the eight ball here? Many states, the majority of states that do mail in voting allow for what's called pre-canvassing. That's uh, taking the the envelopes when, when they come back. Uh, opening the envelopes, taking the ballots, flattening them out. That's the part nobody thinks about. The opening the envelopes, there are machines that do it. Uh, but the, the actually taking the ballot out and flattening it so that it can be fed into the machine, it's really time-consuming, time-consuming, tedious, and labor-intensive. And so most states allow for that to be done before Election Day. Some states allow counting, but most at least allow that preparation so that come Election Day, you can just start feeding those ballots into the machine. Pennsylvania didn't do that. So they couldn't open any envelopes until 7 a.m. They could scan them in and they could sort them by precinct, but that was it. They couldn't open any any envelopes or anything along those lines. So that's why we're where we are now. But none of this is really new, right? We had a primary election and we, we sort of encountered the same issues with getting a, an accurate count done quickly. Did anyone back then in the primary say, you know, there, there's a better way to do this. We better look at this before November 3rd. Yeah. And, and you know, what's funny is we had a primary election date that was changed and it was moved back to June. So not only did we have the conversation before the primary, we had the conversation before the primary date about how, hey, it would be really helpful. These are the larger counties. And when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Montgomery, you go out western PA, Allegheny County, these are the, are the very big counties uh, that, that have a lot of ballots that they're going to be responsible for. And they said, hey, it would really be helpful to us. The counties are the ones that do the counting. They're responsible for 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 putting the numbers together. It would really be helpful if you would let us open these envelopes beforehand. We don't need to count because if you start counting, then you can get into counting. Uh, you know, the, the count might leak, and you know people might hear, "Oh, my candidate's way ahead or way behind," and that might influence their votes. So you can understand the argument that people make about not counting before election day, but just having these stacked up ready to go. That's what the counties wanted. So that conversation happened back in the spring. It happened uh, in early June uh, before 
the, the Pennsylvania primary. And then it happened all summer leading up to the election. And, and counties wanted 21 days. They were asking for three weeks to give you an idea of the, the magnitude that they were dealing with. They wanted three weeks to be able to prep these ballots. Uh, but there there was uh, legislation that was passed by the Pennsylvania State House uh, that allowed a few days uh, of pre-canvassing. However, part of that legislation also banned the use of ballot drop boxes, which the Democratic governor, Tom Wolf, uh, said was a non-starter because with the issues with mail delays, uh, with the pandemic – and with the sheer number of ballots that they were going to get, Democrats felt you needed as many safe and effective ways to get these ballots back to counties as possible. And eliminating drop boxes and only forcing people to go to the county voter services office, which in some counties can be a challenge to get to from some parts of the county, uh, that was a non-starter for Governor Wolf. And he said he would veto that legislation. So. That ended up just getting stuck in a committee in the state Senate and just withering on the vine. And it sat there for, for weeks and weeks and, and no one touched it and it, and it just kind of you know, died in the water. And there were conversations among the governor and among uh, Republican leadership in, in the state House and state Senate. Uh, and there was a glimmer of hope that maybe something would happen a couple of weeks before the election. But it didn't. It didn't. Both sides kind of uh, stood their ground. Republicans refused, uh, pointing to other things that they wanted, mainly those drop boxes. They wanted to axe the drop boxes. Uh, and so here we are. Counties had zero time to start prepping these ballots. And and talking to, to county elections officials yesterday, just to give you an idea of how time-consuming it is to prep these ballots, uh, Bucks County uh, has uh, about 160,000 or so uh, mail-in ballots that they have to count. Uh, and, and yesterday, as they, as they were going through this, talking to, to elections officials, it took them seven hours to open and prep 55,000 ballots. So that just gives you an idea how, how long this takes. And it all could have been done. It could have been ready for 7 a.m. Election Day to just start firing these into the machines, into the scanners. But instead, because of the political back and forth, there there was no prep time. And now here we are the next day. And counties are still working through it right now which votes have been counted and which ones are still being counted is is it only mail-in ballots that are still being counted yes the uh the in-person voting uh, wrapped up uh, some of the larger counties mostly uh by the the wee hours of the morning or early this morning they had their their in-person vote counts done uh right now what they're still plugging through uh is specifically the mail-in ballots do you know what sort of percentage uh, is is still le- left to count? I mean, it's significant. It is significant, and it it's a little tricky to tell because the county the the county's websites are differing from the state's websites. Is that the two systems are kind of talking to each other? Um, but but looking at the the, the state uh, site to kind of give you an idea of where we are statewide, it looks like about fifty percent of ballots are counted. Uh, this says about 21% out of Philadelphia, uh, and I've heard that number is more toward 50% at this time. So there's a little confusion. Uh, most counties are, 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 are the, the major counties, the biggest counties, uh, which are the southeastern Pennsylvania counties and then also Allegheny County out west. Uh, they are generally 
at or above 50%. Montgomery County was was above 70%. So so they are making progress. And, and there, there was talk before the election that this could go into Friday uh, for these votes to be counted. Uh, but it does uh, anecdotally seem that they're making better progress than that. Uh, and we could have a better idea, you know, uh, within within a, a day. Is there anything that we can know right now about w- where Pennsylvania is leaning or is this anyone's game still? It's It's so hard to say because you don't know. You know, it, it, with when 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 you watch election returns and and the really smart guys from from the Associated Press and from the networks who are calling races, they are looking at precincts and and the breakdown of Republicans and Democrats in those precincts. And when you look at a map and you can actually see this precinct reported, this precinct didn't report, and you can kind of tell like, oh, we know there are a lot of Republicans there, so that's going to change. You know, for Republicans, this is going to affect Democrats. We don't really have that information. Uh, readily available as they're counting these mail-in ballots. So we don't know. Counties do have a way that they're doing it, uh, and it and it differs. Bucks County, for example, was starting with the biggest municipalities and working their way down. So they started with Ben Salem and, and went down the list. Montgomery County uh, was taking the, the highest percentage of mail-in voters, regardless of population, whatever the highest percentage was, and they were counting those ballots first. Uh, so, so each county kind of had a way of doing it, but we don't know. We can't see where they're from and what the breakdown of you know Republican versus Democrat in those those areas are. So it's it's really hard to try to predict what's still to come in. So, uh, Jim, right now, one of the interesting things that happened is uh, some court action in Montgomery County. What's what's happening there? So the congressional uh, a candidate. Uh, the Republican congressional candidate in Montgomery County uh, sued the county in in federal court, uh, saying that that it that it was a violation of elections code and also a violation of the Fourteenth Amendment's equal protections. Uh, that they were contacting, they say, certain voters to come in and make a correction to their ballot, as that ballot was. They have they have this big machine that they feed all the envelopes into before they open them. And it, it just it sorts them by precinct and you know gets them so at least they were ready to open them. They had them separated by precinct. You can also do this by hand if you don't have you know, hundreds of thousands of ballots to, to count. Uh, and and it would also look to see if there was something missing on on the, the cover envelope, uh, a missing signature, a missing date, and uh, anything along those lines. Uh, and so if they had contact information, which is why they didn't contact every voter because for some people they didn't have pro- proper contact information, they reached out and said, hey, there's a problem with your ballot envelope. If you come in, uh, you can fix it. And the Republican congressional candidate took issue with that, saying that it was it was a violation of election code and then also unequal protections because everyone didn't have the opportunity to do this. Uh, and, and part of that, to, to wander into the weeds a bit, is because the congressional district in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania's fourth congressional district, crosses over a little sliver of it is in Berks County and Berks County was not offering the opportunity for voters in their county to make those corrections. So the, the argument is that uh, voters were treated differently in different parts of the district and, and, and that's not allowed. Uh, that went before a judge today there there were oral arguments, there are going to be briefs filed and, and a decision is, is pending. How many ballots are we talking about? Uh, the county says 49 uh, ballots are, are affected by this, and with uh, a, a 
a decent chunk of, of, of votes counted so far in Montgomery County. Uh, the the candidate who who brought the claim, Kathy Barnett, the Republican, has about one hundred fifty six thousand votes, and and her Democratic opponent, Madeline Dean, the incumbent, uh, has uh, over two hundred twenty thousand. So a difference of about sixty five thousand votes separate the two, and forty nine ballots are, are the county says are affected. Jim, I I know you're working on a lot of things right now. Uh, thank you for making the time. I guess my last my last question would be for for <laughs> for people everywhere else in the United States, kind of biting their nails and looking at Pennsylvania. Uh, do you have any Do you have any uh, words of advice, or you know, what, we'll count the votes when they get counted? I guess. <laughs> my my only piece of advice is, is a tweet uh, that I saw uh, earlier today, uh, or somebody pointed out. Uh, that here in Pennsylvania, we often have heated arguments that break out over gas station hoagies. So I can say with certainty, you guys really should not put us in charge of choosing the president. <laughs> Jim Mellor, thanks so much for coming back to KYW News Radio. I definitely appreciate it. Absolutely, Tom. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Tom Rickard, and we'll have another episode out soon.